Hello, and welcome to today's Practical Christian. My name is Nicole Lynn. And today I'd like to talk about the passage in New King James Version, John 13, 24 through 27, with the emphasis on number 27. And the message of this this, uh, podcast is... Are you the devil's pawn? Now, I recently went through something in church. And I hear a lot of people complain about church. And I spoke about this in podcasts. My perception of what church is, it's where you go to commune with like-minded people who want to worship God. However, it seems more times than most, those like-minded people aren't exactly like-minded. And in this particular passage, Simon, uh, starting with uh, 24, John 13, 24 through 27, Simon Peter therefore motioned to him to ask who it was whom he spoke. Then he leaned back on Jesus' breast and said to him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is he to whom I shall give a piece of bread when I have dipped it. And and having dipped the bread, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. Now after the piece of Now, after the piece of bread, Satan entered him. Then Jesus said to him, what you do, do quickly. We go to church. In my opinion, the church, going to church, belonging to church, should not be a place of pain so great that it's more pain to be in church than to be in the world. The world is the painful place. But you got so many people who are stuck in their either mental illness or their mental thought patterns or their old ways that they go around hurting people, either knowingly or unknowingly. And there's a lot of bad behavior, a lot of gossiping, a lot of undermining, and a lot of this and that. Why are you letting yourself be Satan's pawn to hurt people enough to make them leave a church? And one thing I get a lot of is, well, they're letting Satan get to them. Well, who is Satan using? And why aren't you doing better? See, sometimes we get so used to church and getting used to having our way, used to causing drama, used to nitpicking and clicking and all this other stuff that the church was not meant to be. Why is it that we in church act worse than the people in the world sometimes 
we have this thing where where people recently keep saying, well, I'm a work in progress. I'm human. I'm a work in progress. Okay, if you're a work in progress, why haven't you progressed in decades? No, you're stuck because you're comfortable in doing the mess that you're doing. And all the good work that you have done with your life and trying to serve God on a Sunday morning, Wednesday morning, Tuesday night, whatever, whatever day, all that work you do is getting undone by your simple acts that you do to to harm other Christians and the people around you. Why are you letting yourself be that devil's pawn? Well, it's their responsibility not to be so sensitive and this, that, and other. Again, start taking accountability for what you do to people around you. It's not enough to wail and cry that, um, ask the Lord's forgiveness, and then you turn around and keep doing the same bad behavior that you've always done. And what's so 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 messed up about it this existed almost every church that I've ever seen there's always that one or that group of females or I don't know about men but I'm a female so I'm talking about female perspective where they sit back they judging everybody for what outfit they got on they're talking about their lives as if you're praying for somebody and you're really concerned for somebody, but it's purebred gossip, but you're trying to make it cute. Or you say it spreading falsehoods about people in the church that you don't even know it. They never even said anything to you. You don't know any of their business, but yet you can fix your mind, your Christian mind and mouth to speak on somebody else's situation instead of wreck. This is why the church is in the condition it's in and people are refusing to go to church. You're sitting around being in everybody's this is why you're not progressing being in everybody else's business undermining trying to keep the limelight on yourself instead of addressing your issues that's why you haven't progressed and I I'm not God but I have to believe that saying where he says depart from me for I knew you I, I don't know you you just undone all good works that you've ever done with your mouth, your nasty attitude, your gossiping mouth, your your tension-seeking self. And let me say this, God will never disrupt a union that he has created for you to destroy trying to chase titles and notoriety and limelight. He will never ask you to do that. He said what 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 meant um what he has joined let no man separate and that includes you yourself we can live in Delisle and La La Land all day long but you are messing with God Almighty who judges the, the condition of your heart 
And if your heart is dirty, guess what? He chastises those he loves. And he loves you too. But you best, you got to know what's coming down the line. Because you don't get to escape doing bad and, and undermining either churches, your marriage, your friendships, your your associates. You don't get to get away with that stuff. You don't. It's better to be a person of integrity than to have a, a, a title and limelight and think that the integrity piece you can escape on. No. Not with God. Not with God. Not with God. And the interesting story about this, my uh, pastor had pointed this out. Judas was sitting at that table with God, just like we all in the church with God. And he knew he was going to betray him. And he, in order for Judas to do that evil act against Christ, God had to release him first. And so that, that last statement, then Jesus said to him, what you do, go do quickly. He released him to his own demise. And we all know the story about Judas chasing that shiny thing in life. Whether it be you in church, chasing limelight, trying to be the center of attention and pretending to be all this Christian stuff. Willingly, unknowingly or knowingly. You will get released to your own demise. You disrupting anything that God has given a a, a blessing to chasing that silver shiny thing that you think will make you happy it's a dangerous place to be when God releases you from the table I'm sure Judas thought he could get away with it he got away with it grabbed his money and went and what happened yeah He met his own demise. Here's the thing. We've gotten so used in this world of everybody's seeking to get attention. Everybody's seeking to get this many likes. Everybody's seeking these titles or to be on front, you know, out front. To have their name known and and everything else. And I'm into entertainment, but entertainment is different from church, right? Entertainment, you got to be your own PR person, your own this, that, and other, right? But if God told me tomorrow, I don't want you to do this. I want you to marry so-and-so and... It'd be a hard thing to walk away from because I like entertainment. I like the singing, music, all that other stuff. But you best believe the fear of being released from his table is a lot, has a lot more weight on me than chasing a shiny piece of silver. 
I've seen so many things. We see so many things in the church and we say, well, we're human. We are human. That we are. Who love God. And sometimes we stop, don't. We take his voice for granted. We take his word for granted and we start moving in route. We keep, we start searching for titles, validation, limelight, and all these things, and we forget about him. But, oh, Lord, he will remind you of him. If he has to humble you down, know that it's out of love. But if he releases you from that table, from your own demise, that's way worse than chastisement. Chastisement means he still believes in you and he still has a plan and purpose. But if you clearly deny that, yeah, you can get released from the table and face your own demise. That is the thing that the scariest part of it all. Being released from that table. Being released from the presence of the Lord the presence of the Lord. And when we get that 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 kicked down enough, we'll come begging, Lord, can I sit at your table again? Because I realize it's not about me. It's all about you. It's all all this is about you. It's hard day-to-day living in this in this society where we're so just thirsty for attention and the love and acceptance that we need, we ignore, deduce down to nothing, question and everything else. And that's God's love. Let me tell you something. If God has made you a title in the church or given you the title uh, 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 or a union of marriage or union of friendships you really need to take that serious because A he trusted you enough to give you that and it's a lot harder fall from grace than those he hasn't done that, given that to he, trust, he trusted you Jesus trusted Judas, but Judas followed his own greed and truly was never in a place of worship with what was right in front of him. Don't be the devil's pawn. Don't, because you will be held accountable for all those people that you help destroy their relationship with God because of your antics you'll be held accountable for that part too they'll be held accountable for their part but you're going to have that and that day of judgment all that's going to be shown to you make sure the condition of your heart is good make sure It's that because it's not about titles. It's not about limelight. It's not about anything that uses 
our ego to satisfy our ego which my pastor gave the acronym ego ego edging god out you're edging them out so that you can get yours your limelight your notoriety your being the center of attention If God's given you a position in church, a position in a family, a position in friendship, a a position of influence, I'm asking you to take it serious and realize it's not about you. We're only here for a moment in time so that that name and that limelight that we're all trying to seek, people are trying to seek, it's not going to matter a hill of beans. Because we got to face God for eternity. Think about it. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, please let every word that is said in this be of you. And that the message is very clear. It won't be tolerated. You are God that loves us. And as we walk through this journey with all our mistakes and all our victories, we owe it all to you. And all our life learning lessons. And sometimes we need a great awakening. Lord, I give you all the glory and honor and praise. For your word says, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, and thy will be done. It's going to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the power and the glory are yours forever. Amen and amen.